Handle on the News. Handle on the News! My meeting with Bill Handle was honest, direct, and productive. And now, here's Bill Handle. It is uh, Thursday, right after uh, July 4th, and uh, let me see what we're going to talk about today. A lot of news is happening today. Let me go through the top trending stories here. Nothing, nothing, and nothing. Nothing. News uh, after the major holidays, there isn't much there. No, there's some. There's some. that we're going to do a story of uh, how many reindeer there are in Lapland. Uh, that's very controversial. Forty-seven thousand three hundred and twelve. Well, there you go. Now now you don't need, need to. All do right, the now story. we know what to do that Damn. story. Why, right? A <laughs> uh, woman has a talking clam in Alaska. It's a pet clam. Very unusual. Uh, it's uh... every night I put in a, a list of stories and uh, <laughs> that I send to the you know newsroom or whatever. Last night's was titled "Yikes." <laughs> yikes it was titled yikes because normally the list has 25 or 30 stories that i'm like oh this is a good one this is a good one right. this is a good one it last night had seven actually there are <laughs> some big stories we're going to cover uh the uh one of them is uh, the thai boys that's the international yeah. story uh trying to figure out a rescue on that one and it's not looking really good in terms of the rescue it's a mess we'll talk about that also there's an abandoned boy out there autistic young boy who is, uh, he is uh, deaf. He's not blind, is he? No. no. He's not no. Helen Keller. He is, uh, can't speak, uh, and he's autistic, and I think he's deaf, too. He's so, deaf. Oh, he's not deaf? No. Okay, so they just figured out he's not deaf. All right. So uh, there's that story, and then uh, the Statue of Liberty lady, crazy lady, who's up on the Statue of Liberty, uh, just protesting and i mean what was she protesting oh the separation of families that was it and uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that it's hilarious uh when they talk about release all the kids in detention right that's a big issue they haven't gone so far as figuring out release them to whom and where do you release them well they haven't quite gone that far have they uh just some traffickers showing up and saying i'm dad so, uh, and then they're using DNA, and people are really upset about how dare you use DNA to test whether there's a familiar connection. So, anyway, I guess there is some stuff going on. So, uh, first story coming up, 7 o'clock, Lapland. Uh, we'll be doing uh, that because I don't think the numbers are correct. Oh, controversy Whoa. about reindeers in Lapland. Yeah, Fantastic. Sorry. All right, good morning, uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee. Hi, Andal. Hey, there's I'm, Okay, it was a binge-watching day yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys were here, right? Of yes. course. All right, and Alex was here, John was here. Yeah, we were all here. Okay, uh, well, not all of us. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough row, isn't when it? When we say we, that does not include you. Uh, that's that's true. When I say we, that does not include when you. When you say we, that's only referring to yourself. That's, it's the royal we. Yes. yes we what are, did you binge watch? Uh, what did we finish up? There was a documentary that we watched um, uh, that I forget already. Wow, oh, it was that called, good. No, called Money. And it's um, it was a documentary about uh, different aspects of uh, major crime issues. Oh, I uh, think I saw that one. With uh, one of them being uh, Big Pharma. Yeah. The other one being Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, it was um, just fascinating about how we are getting ripped off, I mean, big time. 
uh, and they included Donald Trump in terms of ripping us off or ripping not us. Well, I guess now that he's president, I guess the argument a lot of people have is yes. All right, guys, you ready to do it? Do it. Let's do it. Lead story. Within the sound of silence. All right, that uh, young boy. And uh, I don't even think they know how old he is uh, at this point. Five to seven years old. Uh, he was found alone at Union Station, unable to communicate. He's deaf. They think he's autistic. And uh, so, well, the story is he's deaf, according to KTLA. But yeah, I guess Alex they, just said they, Alex they, just found out they he's not deaf. He's when not did deaf. that? When did that? When would they determine that, Alex? Uh, they brought in an ASL interpreter, and then that person realized, no, he's hearing. He's not deaf. He's oh, just interesting. Severely autistic and non-communicative. Okay, uh, because the story uh, until then was even the ASL person couldn't deal with uh, trying to get a communication. But okay, when was that story? By the way, just. Uh, uh, we'll when was it. it updated? Yeah, 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 just curious. Probably within the last 20 minutes or so. I mean, it's Got a developing it. story. If anybody can okay. figure out who this boy is, go to our website. Okay, so there's an interesting part of the story that uh, people say, because he, and, you know, race shouldn't be relevant, but it's only relevant to this point, that I guess the, the child is black, and people say there was a black woman playing with him who then grabbed her bags and left. Disappeared, yeah. Now, it could have been an, uh, just a, a good Samaritan could. person who saw an unattended child sure. and then had to go, or could be a, it could a, be a lead into right, who this connection. child is. In any case, on our website, uh, there's the photo and other information and who to contact, because uh, he's out there. Family, they think, is out there and want to get hold of the family. All right, well, let's talk more about that woman now who uh, tried to climb the Statue of Liberty yesterday. She was part of this group that had been there. They had unfurled this banner talking about, you know, they were protesting that immigrant family separations. Well, apparently she sneaks away from the group. Like, the group didn't even know she was going to yeah. do this. And even they're going, whoa, 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 that wasn't part of our plan. Now, she went rogue. Now, everybody thinks that that's not a big deal. You have someone who it's trespassing and they have to pull her down. But here's the big deal. You've got families there, July 4th, mm -hmm. that have flown across the country that have spent huge amounts of money where the highlight or one of the highlights is visiting the Statue of Liberty. They're all pulled off. You can't go there. You can't visit it, uh, which is why I think they, she's just, it's a misdemeanor for her. 25 to life is what she should get. People don't, uh, the, the authorities don't understand the severity of some of this stuff. For example, I'm a big fan of the death penalty for graffiti. Mm. Graffiti? Yeah. Wow. Vandalism. That's, That's correct. Strong, That's a correct. strong stance. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, this is a very interesting twist on the whole families being separated issue. The Department of Health and Human Services wrote a letter to the chairman of the House and Senate Judiciary Committees, and they said... We can't reunite the families because we're too busy showing Congress people around our facilities. So that is some weapons grade uh, crappiness. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a lot of chutzpah for them to saying that. I love this. In the letter, incidentally, uh, it's described as roughly 500 hours have been devoted to facilitating congressional visits. 500 hours. That's it. I mean, think of that in terms of the hours, that man hours that are spent in simply dealing with this uh, hundreds of thousands of man hours, uh, if not more, 
dealing with uh, this problem, and they're pissed off about 500 hours. What it is, they just want to keep Congress people away. Yeah. That's it. And matter yeah. of fact, they've tried that. They have said that Congress people were not allowed in because of issues of privacy, because there were children, et cetera. Uh, you can't do that. When you have an, a, a congressional investigation dealing with a governmental program, uh, guess what? You're going to have to let those people in unless it is top secret. And you're talking about national security. And even then, the leadership has to be allowed to go in. There's no such thing as a top secret event or uh, practice or program that congressional leaders cannot investigate. You're talking about intelligence committee, the top people in the intelligence committee on both sides of the aisle. So much, so much for that. What a crock. All right, we're coming back with uh, plenty more. Lots going on today. Hey, Handle and the Morning Crew. And before we get to uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee and Wayne Resnick and me, uh, the big story today, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot, but not a schwitz. It's not a schwitz. It's just hot. See, we don't have schwitz. They have schwitz on the East Coast. My God, it's a schwitz. Yes. By the way, for those of you that don't know what a schwitz is, okay, uh, a schwitz is effectively a steam bath. Uh, That is the name. These old Jewish guy goes, oh, let's go to the schwitz. And they sit down and they talk about, oh, did I have a bowel movement this morning? Oh, that's terrific. That's what what old Jewish guys do. And, uh, you know. I'm getting there. I'm laughing because it's true. true. It is. It's true. It Oy, is. I can't stand it. So it's uh, so it's hot, but it's not a schwitz because we have a dry, dry heat. You know, I talked with the National Weather Service this morning, and they said, yes, we do have a dry heat, and yes, we should be thankful for it compared to what they have on the East Coast. Except the uh, wildfires. Boy, could we use a schwitz. Yeah, they said we've got Santa Ana's that are going to kick in today. We've got temperatures today, upper 70s to low 100s, 10 yeah. to 15 degrees hotter yeah. tomorrow. Oh! Oh, good God. And then, of course, uh, it's a dry heat, which is uh, much more comfortable than a schwitzy heat, right? Yeah, dry heat is not a problem. Yeah, either is cooking uh, is uh, baking cookies at three hundred and seventy five degrees. That's a dry heat too, isn't it? All right, let's just move on. Here's what you were talking about earlier: the DNA testing, the samples being used to try and reunite those kids that were separated from their families at the borders. Well, now some people are upset about that. Yeah, because the DNA. So we want them released, but we don't want them. Uh, we, we, we don't. don't want, we don't. We want them released, but we don't want to make sure they're released to the wrong people. Right. We just want them released. Released. Yeah. Out there. Let's take a seven-year-old and just toss them out because uh, you don't want to. Uh, you certainly don't uh, want them uh, released uh, to the wrong people. I just. You just said that, didn't I? I was going to go in another direction, but that's all you can say about that. All right. Is it because of consent? Is that what they're concerned about? Uh, that like little yeah, kids no, can't right, give pri- right to privacy because now uh, the government has uh, the DNA of these kids. It can be used to track them down. Hey, I've got news. Uh, at some point, the government is going to have the DNA of all of us. Every one of us born. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Any other questions you have? All right. You brought this up earlier. Uh, it's now a race against the clock to save those Thai boys stuck in the cave. 
And uh, what makes the most sense is to take them out the way the rescues are coming in via the scuba diving. But have you looked at a map? Yes. Of what they would have to go through, yes. two and a half miles turning, and then in some cases doing a long journey uh, under underwater. And in some cases, it's so narrow, they can't even bring the scuba uh, tanks on their backs. They would have to drag them uh, along because it's so narrow. And the fear is, first of all, none of them swim, although that doesn't matter. The fear is the kids are going to panic. And if they panic, man, it's all over at that point. They start thrashing around, and uh, the experts are saying that is a problem. Matter of fact, uh, even the divers are going to be in trouble if that happens. Because that's, that's a death knell right there if they start if they start panicking. So now they're drilling down, but it's a mile and a half down. How long is that going to take? Although they did it with the Chilean miners. And then the other fear is the rains that are coming. And uh, if it uh, and they're already and the water is rising, although they're doing a decent job of pumping it out, it could be that they just take every pump they can have on the planet and try to pump it out and at least keep the water Stay levels. ahead. Of yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a mess. It's no easy. It's no easy endeavor. Checking up on that wildfire in Yolo County. It's grown to 86,000 acres, but the containment has grown as well. I mean, it seemed like, Wayne and I were talking about this yesterday, it seemed like the containment was just inching up. It was like 3%, 5%. Then suddenly it was 15%, and now it's 27%. So that's better news, although it is going to be hot up in Northern California this weekend, too. Uh, it's crazy. And the Santa Anas, or at least the winds, I think we have Santa Anas. They don't up there. And it is uh, kind of uh, nuts. Fire season is here. 86,000 acres. That's a, That's considered a massive big fire. What's the record? Uh, I think two hundred or three hundred thousand acres for a given fire. Yeah, we talked. Uh, I think I we talked remember. about this once. Yeah. Uh, but then you have uh, fires. Well, there's how many fires are there? Sixty fires in twelve states, something crazy like that. Oh, right now, right now, oh, yeah, Colorado especially yeah. right now has multiple major fires. Yeah, so that one's sixty. <clears throat> uh, this is eighty-six thousand uh, dollars, eighty-six thousand acres up in uh, uh, in Yolo County, and. Uh, I don't even know why we bother with a 63-acre fire. Maybe because it's just so close. You're talking about out out in Riverside, there is a fire. There's about 120 firefighters, air tankers, and helicopters working on that one. Yeah, it's 63 acres. It's just that people are so nervous this time of year, and especially with with our temperatures and our conditions that are happening today. It's the potential for it to go from something small to something devastating so quickly. Shouldn't there be a bar of which, if you're uh, at... 800 acres or 1,000 acres, it's deemed to be reportable under that. Like a sign at the amusement park. You must be this burned to be reported. Absolutely. Uh, That one in Riverside County, 75% containment. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed it this morning when you left, but the smoke that just sort of felt like it was just hanging in the air this morning, well, it was no surprise when I read the headline, the 4th of July bringing some of the worst air pollution, and that's because of the fireworks. Yeah. It was just thick it's last that, night. It's, you would think that it, it wouldn't change the air, uh, that the, the quality of the air, the air quality in Southern California with the fireworks. It does. It, for, it, it does. Starting at 8.30 last night, we heard fireworks, solid fireworks, until 11 o'clock. See, that's crazy. Mm. So what do we have? We have air pollution, we have noise, and uh, fingers flying around. Uh, on July 4th, more than any other time of the year. Let's take a break. Okay.
KFI Handle here. It is a Thursday morning, July 5th. Uh, actually, one of the big stories here in Southern California is the weather. It's not just a Schwitz. It's Schwitz Watch. It's going to be hot, but not a Schwitz. That's right. No Schwitz. It has to, matter of fact, we're going to do a Twitter poll. All right? Uh, at what, what point of humidity does it become a Schwitz? All right. All right. And Twi- can, so tweet at us at Bill Handel Show right. the uh, the uh, humidity percentage at right. which it is officially a Schwitz. That's correct. Where there's a bar and it becomes a Schwitz. But of course, it's related to the temperature. That's part of the problem. In, in other words, 100 degrees at 80% humidity, I think that's a Schwitz. Oh, but yeah. But 75 degrees at 80% so, okay, humidity so is not a Schwitz. Okay, so it's so it's a little more complicated than just a humidity level. I think okay, so. Okay, so you have to combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an algebraic equation. I can hear people just you, throwing their phones I like, know. I don't have time to become a meteorologist. I know. This is, uh, this is we actually should have a, a meteorologist. Ooh, oh, let's, oh, Mark Thompson. Yeah. Oh, and can we, we get can him? Add, let's can we get, get him? Mark, and I can... And we can ask Reach him that question. Him. Let's see if we can get uh, Mark because we have it's a you know the low pressure, the high pressure, bunch of questions. How do they know a week in advance if it's going to be a hundred degrees out there? I've always sure. wondered about that. And so, and then the Schwitz level. You know, at what point? What's the humidity slash temperature when it becomes an official Schwitz? And when's the last time Southern California had a Schwitz? That's right. We don't have Schwitzes. Right. That's right. Once in a while we do. Very rarely do we that's, have a Schwitz. That's true. By the way, I'm assuming everybody knows what a Schwitz is out there in Radio Land. It's Yiddish for a steam bath. What is it called when you're in a steam bath drinking malt liquor? A redneck Schwitz? A Schlitz Schwitz. Oh, nice, Wayne. Oh, well Very said. Good. Yes. Right. And, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, a local weatherman uh, drinking malt liquor. It's a Fritz Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> we can go. We can go on for a long time. Oh my, oh my goodness! Uh, good old. Uh, oh, that was. I now I regret starting this. Right. So it's Dr. Fritz Coleman. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Schwitz Coleman. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. The greatest hits. Okay, let's just move on. Okay. Oh, Schwitz into the hits. Yeah. All right. Stop. I said that to myself. Uh, hey, the Gallup people for the last 18 years, have asked U.S. adults how proud they are to be Americans. And this year's poll, it was a record low. And I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, now I'm wondering, uh, that's funny. Uh, I'm wondering how much Donald Trump has to do with this. Because uh, the uh, embarrassment of uh, Americans relative to the rest of the world with Donald Trump is pretty high. Pretty, not the not the base, mind you, but among Democrats. One of the things about Democrats was that you know under Obama, under George Bush, there wasn't an embarrassment factor about our president or the presidency. Now a major embarrassment factor is kicked in. Although I, here's the thing, though, forty seven percent said they were extremely proud, and right. that is down. Twenty five percent are very proud. Sixteen percent right. moderately proud. The Three percent said not at all proud. proud. So it's not a headline that Americans are not proud. It's just some of the categories shift a little bit. And we are a nation of exceptionalists. And I've never, ever been into being exceptionalist and exceptionalist being we are the best. We are beyond everybody else. Uh, We're the greatest country in the world, which in certain cases we are. Don't you think we are 
way up there in many, Which many we areas. Are. That's correct. Uh, the judicial system and protections yeah. that we have. The I, I know right now a lot of people feel that civil rights are under attack, but right. this government, yeah. True. not the Trump and administration correct. specifically, but the American government right. has super robust civil rights protections. It absolutely, and corruption, uh, governmental corruption relative to corruption in other countries. There's none here. But then we start looking medical care. We're really way down there. Uh, uh, infant mortality rate. Uh, we're number 20 or 30, which is a just total embarrassment. Literacy rate. We're not anywhere near as high as other countries. So when we well, even in those areas, though, we're higher than most. There's a hundred and what is it now? Yeah, 80, but then, 90 but you're countries. Really gonna, are you going to call Yemen a country? Yeah, sure. Oh, please. Not, I'm not calling it a great you know one. What, you but... know the highest, uh, among the highest and the top two or three, surprisingly, is uh, Korea? In what? Literacy? In literacy, oh, yeah. yeah. South Korea. It's, that is, it's yeah, that really scary me. stuff. All right, let's move on. Joey. Joey. Hot dog. You say you're coming home. Joey Chestnut broke his own record at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in Coney Island yesterday. 72, I think, was his prior record. Yesterday, he made 74, and he I heard the interview with him afterwards, and he goes, nah, you know, I was hoping I'd make 75, but nah, 74 is okay. And I called this it wrong. Ten, this is in 10 minutes. I know. Yeah. And I called it wrong. I don't know if you were—oh, you had, you had left the news booth. It ended right about when the show ended yesterday, and there was a minute left, and he had eaten 60. And I said, well, he's not going to get to 74 in a minute. <laughs> he did. Well, yes, he did. And all this controversy yesterday because I guess they misjudged or miscounted somehow. He grabbed a hot dog off a wrong plate yeah. or something like that, and it screwed the whole thing up. Well, anyway, bottom line is, small, and these 74. are small people that do this. Yeah, they're all relatively small. Yeah, the woman, by the way, uh, Mickey, who won, she ate thirty-seven hot dogs. We ate not even quite two last night and felt horribly. I'm like, how do these people eat 74? Well, at the Independence Day Parade in Annapolis, uh, staffers and alumnus from the Capital Gazette newspaper marched in the parade instead of covering it. And that's, of course, which after I, that horrible right. shooting at their newsroom. Which I think is a wonderful gesture. Sure. And so appropriate. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. And one guy, and I'm assuming it's a guy had to scrawl the words fake news into a plank of wood yeah. uh, at the end no. of the parade route. But that's just one crazy guy. There's always one cat head yeah, out there who so just true. cannot possibly contain themselves. All oh, right. And we have this. Uh, do you let's, want to go on or you want no, to No, let's, let's stop right here and then come back and do uh, the poison story because sure. it is really bizarre. And we'll come back with that. In the meantime, I just want to be part of your Here on a uh, Thursday, July 5, uh, some of the big stories that we are covering are uh, the uh, Thai boys. That's the big one, rescue, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, the Statue of Liberty woman uh, arrested because she's out of her mind. And there's an abandoned boy out there that they were able to pick up is autistic, and uh, they just can't talk to him. So they're looking for parents. They found him at Union Station. All right, let's finish up handle on the news Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. And a possible another spy story? At least British counter-terror officials say a couple was poisoned by the same substance used in March against a former Russian spy and his daughter. Boy, 
is a strange one because there appears to be no connection except it's the same nerve agent, which is Russian. And the, the two incidents were less than 10 miles apart. So that's weird. That is weird. And they're in, it's so dangerous, this stuff, uh, that both of them are, both the man and the woman, are now in the hospital critical condition. And uh, the uh, spy and his wife, uh, Sir Guy Scripple and his daughter, uh, it was, it, no one thought they were going to survive. Mm. And they both did. And did you did you notice with that one too? It seemed like no, they weren't going to survive, weren't going to survive, and then boom, both of them turned around pretty yeah. quickly. Well, the daughter first, if you yeah. remember. But it was just I a wonder, couple weeks later, her dad all of a sudden pulled out. I of wonder it. if there's permanent damage as a result of this. Oh, I don't. I yeah. had not heard that. I don't know. Well, uh, Ohio State University now has its own sex scandal. Another one. It's a team doctor for the wrestling team who uh, uh, allegedly would grope uh, the private areas, even if you were going in just to, say, get a refill of your medication. Right. He would uh, He would still say, got to examine your private area. Right. Yeah. And um, it was, well, I guess. Allegedly. What, I, I guess what makes this story uh, such a big deal is that the uh, assistant coach, who is now a U.S. congressman, is uh, knew about it or, or is accused of knowing about it. 1987 and 1991. All right, how many years ago is that? Boy, it just there's no limit now. Also, the doctor in there's, question is dead and has been dead for 13 years. Yeah, it's just, it's so bizarre. I wonder how far back it's going to go. Teenage years, someone could be 80 years old, and the, and the uh, accusation is going to be 68 years ago this happened. Let's, uh, it's, I, it's, I wonder if it's going to calm down. What do you think? Do you think at some point this is going to calm down or this is the new norm? Well, I, I, at some point the pendulum will swing back the other way. But I think these cycles last maybe years. Yeah. So. Well, here, uh, Jen, tell us about this thing, which is very terrible and just happened. Yeah, there's a nationwide manhunt on right now for three men who are accused of rape and the kidnapping of two teenage sisters in Ohio. Yeah, when you talk about teenagers, you're 13 and 14 years of age. I would call them children. Oh, for sure. And uh, so... One of the suspects uh, is from Mexico. He was spotted Saturday with the two women in uh, at, at Walmart in Ohio. And people are saying, hey, you know, he was in this lightly colored car... Can you help us find him? All three men are classified as dangerous, but it's not clear whether they're all together. And one has uh, been arrested. One of the four has been arrested. Now, here again, uh, the the charge is unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. It's a misdemeanor, misdemeanor, $50,000 bail. And you would think unlawful conduct with a minor, uh, would that be, that seems to me a little light. When you think about this, mm-hmm. especially he's 27 yeah. and the girls yeah, are 13 just the and fact 14. that they're teenager, teenagers, you would think would be a felony on its face. You, I, I, I've never understood these statutes. Never have. Oh, no, they have a little problem at Rikers Island. You see, these three gang members murdered a 15 year old boy with a machete. And now the other inmates are threatening the gang members. <laughs> So they have to put them in isolate, these three gang members in isolation. Well, I've I've often said that when you have these child rapists or these child murderers, uh, instead of putting them in jail for years and years, just give them 30 days in general population. That's all you have to do. 
and they're done. You don't have to worry about feeding them. You don't have to worry about keeping them going or medical care for them. It's just just here's here's 30 days. Who's going to argue with that? And the family's going to go, wow, that's terrific. Except they're going to be killed, which is a good thing. Well, gentlemen, if uh, you are hoping uh, your little soldiers can help you to make a little soldier of your own, uh, you might want to start eating nuts. Don't even want to touch that one with a 10-inch pole. (laughs) European researchers have found a link between nuts and male fertility. And we're talking about almonds, hazelnuts, walnuts. Add those things to your daily diet. Apparently... When you do that, you tended to, at least according to the study, the guys who did it, what? It it makes, uh, it increases fertility. Yeah. The other thing that does, and I I don't know if I've shared this with you, is uh, so is the sexual excitement level of male when uh, ejaculating. The more the male is excited sexually. No, it's physiological. No, I know. It's science. Yeah, it is. Why do you think, uh, uh, you know, God invented orgasms? I mean, there's a reason for it. For fun, yes, that too. And uh, but it's all science. So now, now the ne- the new science is uh, nuts for your nuts. Oh, hey, uh, not getting along with your spouse? You better speed up those divorce proceedings, or it's going to cost you. One of the changes with the uh, Republican tax plan is uh, the tax break for alimony payments. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. If it's finalized, if your divorce is finalized after the end of the year, you will not be able to deduct your alimony payments. So you better get divorced right now. Now, is that still income to... Is that still income to the spouse that gets the money? That gets the money. And I don't know, because then... Uh, it turns out that uh, the spouse that makes the money is going to get screwed beyond screwed if uh, the other side does not have to declare it as income and you have to not be able to deduct. I mean, it's it's a mess. That's just another total screw job uh, when you're dealing with alimony. Also, I think they get around alimony uh, and not call it alimony. Family support. Because I think child support is deductible still. Child I- Child support is... Uh, deductible, but there's something I forgot the exact phrase. You're right; they don't call it alimony, but it's called like general support yeah, or something. Some kind of where they combine, and it's the not two. that's not protected the same way that child yeah. support is. All right, we're done, guys. So much for that. Whoa, 17 stories. Good for us.